Keep it going. I didn't realize it, it started off this slowly. I didn't realize that that wasn't you making that tapping noise. I was like, you're perfectly in time on that song. I thought you were just ta- tapping on your phone. That's the steering wheel. I'm, I'm tapping the steering that wheel. That was amazing. You have chopsticks on your steering wheel. So that's the new theme song for the new show. Welcome, everybody, to the After Disaster. I am Anderson. There's Mike Carano to my left. You know what's not going to happen on the new show? What? Ever? Mm. Baseball talk? No baseball talk? Mm-mm. Never. No. We'll never hear the word Zach. Oh, fuck the Zach word, yeah. Gone is the Zach word. That's exciting. What else? No more hacky uh, presidential uh, imitations? Probably not going to have a lot of puns. Oh, no puns. Unpunned we are. But you know what the best part is? What's that? Cha-ching! 50-50, baby! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Just when we really needed it, too. Oh. I mean, we're making light of a, of a terrible situation. Tyler went up to the mountains, apparently, and uh, last we've heard, he's, he's not coming back. I don't yeah. know if he's made a new life up there. I don't know if his life ended up there. I don't know what the deal is. All I know is that he went radio silent, and he is no longer... We don't put up with that, right, Mike? We, we don't care. We don't... No, we do. Con- Oh yeah, we care. It's in, We're concerned. He was in, no. I mean, I just had a weird thought that that song was about like a young couple that lost their child. Is that what it was about? I think their child got like sick or something. Does that make Tyler our stillborn? Child? Oh really? Oh well. No, I made stillborn. that up. But I mean, that's that's what it made me think of. I don't think that's what it's about at all. Is my window up or is it so clean? It seems like it's down. Well, how would how would uh, the cords? Be oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. We're doing our normal thing where we have the uh, the windows both up, except for a little cracks so that our wires can get through. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're if you're on the old Patreon, putting wires through. Is it starting yet? Our new picture, uh, which is the three cars. We've got to change that to two cars. Yeah, we were going to do Gelson's tonight, and Anderson called my bluff on being a gutless, spineless, cowardly little worm of a man. Yeah, I was being quite the bully on the old text chain. Uh, First of all, Tyler's not dead. Sorry to disappoint a few, at least a few of you. 
uh, he was he's just out of town. So Tanya, I guess just, Tanya just cracked a <laughs> bottle of champagne for no reason. Tanya Kruger, listen to the program, not a fan of the Tai Tai, which is strange because they both love Jesus so much. <laughs> yep. You know? Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe she really is a fan, and she's trying to cover it up. Ah, yeah. I think she's like she's head over heels. What is that, the whole him. like I protest too much uh, thing? Yeah, it's Tyler then Tommy Lee in her book. Yeah, maybe it's it's Jesus, Tommy Ty-tai. Lee, and then the singer for White Snake, Tommy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yes, uh, Tanya Kruger is a listener of the program. Uh, she used to do uh, getting zitty with it with uh, the old Dee Dee. She still sends me links to her new show without Dee Dee, and I do not. I miss links. Tanya and Dee Dee together. <clears throat> Ty- Michael. Yeah, so anyways, Ty Ty will actually be joining via phone uh, a little bit later. And, and guess uh, what? Who's what? He, who he's not going to be able to hear me? Why is that? No, oh. no. Oh, that's true. Yeah, unless that's you put true. unless you tuck your phone into your headphones. That's true. How am I going to do that? That's going to be a difficile. Well, maybe a I will. Difficile. Maybe I'll do a little research on the Google mm. and see nah. if I plug the road into nah. this uh, nah. outlet. Nah. Well, we'll just do a quick check in, and then uh, okay. just the two of us. Just we can make it if we the two. He did lobby to do uh, a show tomorrow. From my house, but I have a lot of shit going on, and so does. But the we wife. don't like lobbyists. We don't like lobbyists. We don't talk politics. We don't accept bribes from lobbyists. I don't know where that came from. Why I said he was going to do it at my house. He said he lobbied. Oh, he did lobby. Mm-hmm. I did say that he he lobbied. And we're not anti-gay like Hobby Lobby. Mm, oh, is that that place? Is that what it's called? Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. They do, they don't do Sundays. They I hate that fuck. word. Now that we say it, lobby. They don't give a. Fuck if you like to do hobbies on Sundays because that's the day of rest. Yep. You got to rest from your hobbies. I mean, I did a hobby today. You got to really think. Spoil it, was though. it beaten? Was it baiting? Were you baiting? No. That's I mean, not that's a, a hobby. hobby. It's kind of a hobby. It's a lot of people's hobbies. <laughs> that's a necessity. You got to think that like that like 50% of your business is probably coming in Saturday or Sunday, right? If you're if you're a, a hobby enthusiast hangout yeah, yeah. and they just shut down on Sunday. That's that's ballsy. What about the chicken place that used to be anti-gay and they just they did a swift turn? Chick-fil-A? Yeah, now that now they got like the gay burger. Now they got the gay burger, the gay chicken, the all the, their fries the are rainbow, rainbow colored fries. Yep. You know, that's not a bad idea. It's pretty terrible. I mean, I don't want to be eating green fries. You're right. You're right. That is an unfortunate. <laughs> is green even part of the rainbow? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of the uh, the primary colors hmm. over there, Michael. I got. I have a. I almost called I'll send you. I'll send you a picture. Yeah. I, is it I, rainbow fried? I gutted part of my living room. Ooh. And it's tough to do. Built no a guts. little Zoom set. Oh. For some recordings. Hey, I'm building a set in my garage right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine, I, I was thinking long and hard about it. Mm, long. Long and hard. And hard. Erect. I'm sorry, I was thinking hard. erect. Hard. Yeah, I was thinking blood-filled. Baney. Blood-gorged. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, gorged. And gorged. Hate the and gorged. And I don't like that word either. Yeah, I hate it. Okay. I I thought, you know what I'll do? Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a throwback. I'm going to do a throwback background. Merv Griffin's set. So I figured I'd get my name in neon. Merv Griffin? Merv Griffin? Close. Is that his name? Close. No, I I uh, tried name. to recreate the Johnny Carson era Tonight Show curtains. Oh, my God. It's so weird that you're doing this right now because I was doing backdrop for my set just today. Yeah. Wait till you see mine. I because see I sent a picture to a friend and she immediately went, 
what is it, The Tonight Show? And yeah, I'm is like, it blue? Yeah. You got the blue going? No, no, it's a rainbow. Oh, rainbow? Pastel rainbow. Really? Yeah, I did hmm. the best I could with matching the colors. Huh, did you uh, pull up a picture of the uh, the Chick-fil-A fries? To do? I, that's, uh, exactly, that's I punched joke. in Chick-fil-A fly fries and I called a custom curtain maker. We should be free of callback jokes, $3, too. $3,200 in these curtains. just the two of us. How'd you do the rainbow? How'd you, how'd you I bought different color rainbow. panels. And I had to search high and low. Yeah, how much you spent on these panels? Not that much. Yeah, good. Yeah, uh, maybe a hundred and fifty bucks. That's a lot. That's quite a, lot, a bit more than. Well, I they were expect. like thirty bucks a piece, and I had to get five. I, I got can do four math. actually. Oh, so that's one twenty. He just over overbid. But I kind of like the way it looks. All right. I mean, you don't have to do exact. You want to do an homage. You don't want to do. A I replica. do want it exact, but I couldn't do it. That's not an homage. I mean, that's just well. The, the interesting thing is stealing. when I was googling Tonight Show curtains, mm-hmm. the actual curtains went up for sale at auction not too long ago. Really? Yeah. Weird. But they're like twenty feet long. It's too much. Yeah. Like, what would you do with them? You are so Kramer. You understand that? <laughs> I know you don't watch Seinfeld, but I think it was the Merv Griffin show. Griffin show. Merv Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He had a show, like a talk show, Yes, right? he did. Very popular show. Wait. I'm just putting this together. Is that the same dude that was on... Uh... Oh, that's Andy Griffith. Yeah. They're not the same dude. Okay. I'm so Merv dumb. owned I'm that. You know that. You know when you're in Hollywood and you look up the hills and you see that big white house, the lone house on the hills? Yeah. That was Merv Griffith's house. The circle house. one. Yeah. The round one. Merv Griffith's house. The top of Mount Olympus. Yep. I always wondered what that house is all about. Yep. I always ask people and they say Merv they Griffin, don't know. Merv Griffin, one of the wealthiest people in the entertainment business. There's an episode... You know why? why? Merv Griffin show for one. Mm, that makes sense. Two created the Andy Griffin show. Ironically. Jeopardy. Oh, and Wheel of Fortune. All right, that's right. I knew that. I knew that. I knew it. I did at one point. Uh, Do you know his son's name is uh, Andy Mervis. Oh, Mervis. Mervis Griffin. No, I don't know what his son's name is, but. <laughs> <laughs> Merv. Oh my God, that's a great name to give your kid nowadays. Merv. Merv, <laughs> Merv the Merv. Hey, uh, we talked to a comic last week named John Biner. I never talked to him, so don't say we because that's well, false. I did, but he uh, was a regular on the Ed Sullivan show, and then when the interview was over, I was kind of like, "That was weird, right?" Because I don't think I know anyone who was a regular on the Ed Sullivan Sullivan show. Mm. They should have called it Sullivan, but. Because that was like the pres- that show preceded the Tonight Show by a long time. A long time, and I'm like, yeah, like that was in the 50s and 60s, I uh, think, right? Uh, so this guy was young. I'm guessing in his he's 20s. old now, but uh, uh, you don't talk to many people that were regulars the on the Ed Sullivan show. No, so, you don't because they're dead. Most, yeah, is yeah. that so? Kramer is dumpster diving as he does. Okay. And uh, he comes across uh, some paneling, and uh, he realizes that he stumbled upon the set of the Merv Griffith show that they just threw away. Oh, and that's know great. They do do that kind of thing. And, and I remember the pictures that we saw right after the Dave Letterman show ended, and like, his, his desk was just on its side in yeah. a dumpster. Do you know that there's someone in, in L.A. that does a podcast, and they're a TV show producer that has that set? The, the Dave Griff, the Dave, Dave Letterman show? A lot, they, yeah, they have a lot of it, and they use it for their podcast. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I thought it was in the trash. People dug it out. Oh. I feel like there's like just miscommunication, right? It just runs rampant, and they're like, all right, the show's ending, and then like some, some Teamsters come in and just dump everything. They're like, we didn't tell those Teamsters to uh, throw stuff away. Why it they feels do that? like it is a colossal miscommunication, because if we've learned any lesson in the business of show over the past 10, ten days, like 10 hours, uh-huh. 
I'll say like the last 30 years Doing is you don't throw shit away like the Batmobile, you a-holes. Because no, that, they did throw it away. I feel like. No, they, they did. They dumped it on a back lot and they filled it up with garbage and wood. They oh. st- they stored ply- um, two-by-fours mm-hmm. inside of it and it just rotted away and it recently sold for like a mill. Mm. I, yeah, I guess that people didn't... It, maybe it took a while for people to realize that they were making stuff that people cared about. They found the original jar- Jaws shark like a few years ago. Really? Yeah. I always thought it was hanging at the old uh, Universal. Nope. Where was it? Some some like business had it, and it was no. in their rafter. Yes, they had Bruce. Bruce is like, he's but it on was completely display. it was completely falling apart because it wasn't made to last. Apparently, not built to last. So 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 Kramer uh, he fished it out and he built it uh, in his small apartment, and then uh, I think this was after the wood phase, the phase, the wood era, wood mm-hmm. Jerry, wood. Because he made he had everything wood like a ski lodge for a while in his uh, in his apartment. But uh, yeah, he he recreated the Merv Christmas show, and then yeah, he he was having guests on every time Jerry would come by his house. He would just like, <laughs> play the music and play the sound effects, and Jerry just kind of went with it. It was good. It's good good episode. I think it's Jillian's favorite episode. She likes that sh- that, that Seinfeld quite a bit. Hey, I've been uh, fucking with the drone quite a bit. Oh wow, you got it. Holy uh, moly! Got myself a drone. Uh, it's been eight years in the making. Ever since drones became came onto the scene, I've been flirting with the idea. But I do. Mm-hmm. I got this like this very. Uh, what's the opposite of itchy? It's a very relaxed trigger finger on things like this. Yeah, like you're limp. cautious. Very you're, cautious. Yeah, yeah, you're using your head. You're not just impulse buying like I do at times. But I finally uh, pulled the trigger because uh, I want to get some good <laughs> stuff of uh, the boy and I mainly. And I, I, I searched high and low for a good follow me drone, uh, drone, drone, mm-hmm. and uh, I found one for R- very R two D two. Very cheap. Boop, droid. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> follow me droid. Uh, and oh. I, I've been operating it for three days now. Okay. Proud and happy to say that I did not crash it on day one. Excellent. Excellent. How nervous are you? Day two, which was yesterday, I crashed it for the first time. Okay. Ask me what it crashed into. Uh, I'm guessing plant. Plant life. No, human life. No, your son? Yes. Did it cut him? Uh, No, but he screamed and cried quite a bit, and I still feel really, really bad. Feel really, really awful. But I, How did you do that? I had turned it around. We were in my backyard, and I got the controls mixed up. So I'm like, ooh, that's getting kind of close to him in his face. I want it to go away Anderson from him. Anderson Cowan, chopper pilot. <laughs> and I pushed the button that I thought was going to... I should have gone up or down. I should have like yeah, just got, yeah. got it up. But I pushed the button that I thought, I thought would retreat, and it went right into him. Luckily, it went into his back and his neck area. Yeah, and, uh, nothing, the blades, there. nothing there to get damaged. <laughs> the blades, uh, uh, they, they did a little damage. They didn't break the skin. Oh, good, good. Because uh, I flew my drone, my little teeny one, into my stomach, mm. and the blades went right in. Hey. Yeah. Hey. It oh. bled a lot. Yeah, yeah. It didn't this, this did not do that to him. Uh, however, the worst part was when Jillian came out. Oh, I knew that was the worst part. And Atticus was maybe 10 feet away from me in the, in the drone. Because mm-hmm. uh, what I did was I said, what have you done? And I pushed him very hard as he was crying. And I went and I knelt and I, and I fell to my knees and just cradled the, the, the drone because I was concerned. <laughs> and Atticus went soaring across the yard. And now he's 10 feet away as I'm um, cautiously trying to put the, because the, the, uh, it came in off of like three or four different pieces. Yeah, yeah, they like to explode those. Things. Yeah, they sure do. That's a lie. I didn't do any. I didn't throw him oh. to the side. Oh, it's like, oh joking. man, no, the, the drone sat there crying for help. Like, 
for a while. Uh, I was still doing that when I think Jillian came out in the backyard. The, the poor boy. He was more scared than anything else, but uh, yeah, I felt awful. It's the worst I think I've felt since I've had him. Uh, did, was the recorder running? No. It, oh, well, you know, oh. it was. It was, but it's facing the opposite direction. Oh, got it. Yeah, so we don't get anything good there. What's that noise? Boo. You didn't hear the, the humming? All right, maybe that was just uh, in my headphones. Oh, there it is again. Doesn't appear to be picking up, so I, I'm just going to be okay with it. I don't hear it. It's it's terrible white noise. All right. So yeah, that 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 uh, that, that sucked. And then today, uh, I'm desperately trying to get this thing to follow me, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I would love to get it to follow us on our bike, uh, but it it doesn't do that. It does its own thing, and I took it to the library parking lot because it's empty. Okay. And uh, it it bailed numerous times. At least three big explosions. Like not explosions, but like. Uh, I had it set so that it got, went to 240 or 250 feet on its way back home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, no, it's coming back home because it's dying. And there's trees right above it. And it like, but way up there. So it was, when it probably, it was probably about 100 feet or so when it hit the uh, the, the, the branches. Branches <laughs> flying everywhere. And its blade protectors go flinging off. And then it uh, it it came down, crashing oh, down. you went with blade protectors. It came with blade protectors. Oh, I yeah. took mine off immediately. Why? I don't remember. It seemed like it was harder to control with the blade protectors. I don't know there's a difference with mine. Okay, good. But it landed right in a shrub and no damage at all. Like it didn't Great. even lose its underbelly. But Great. then uh, a couple other times. It's following us kind of for like maybe five seconds and then it decides to follow a leaf. <laughs> and then it just <laughs> goes its own way. And uh, yeah, I crashed. And one one of the times, like a little panel felt like is like hanging off the bottom of it. This is day three, so hey, like there's the girl. Here comes the girl. Is that the same girl? That's the girl that Are uh, you sure? littered. She's wearing a mask this time. Maybe it's not her. I don't know. I think it might be. Maybe. Let's see. She's. I don't. I don't like her. Uh, this girl looks way more responsible than the other girl. She's wearing fur. I don't like that. Oh, maybe she killed it herself, and she uses all the animal. Yeah, she looks like. Uh, yeah, I got to tell you, as far as the oh, drone thing name? goes, like the first couple of weeks with mine, Jane. there were a lot of, I was like, what did I get myself into? Because one crash broke the camera off, Oh, and it wasn't repairable, so how, I had to How wait. much was this drone that you're crashing? Um, 1700 Yeah, that would be a lot more fear in my heart. This is but, a $200 drone that I got. So thinking. the camera broke off. It's a $400 off. drone that I got for 200 Yeah, camera broke, and I had to wait for the replacement part. That took like two weeks or three weeks, and that was killing me. And as I was putting it back together, I'm like, this is so fragile. Yeah. And I crashed it, I don't know, five or six more times, and it still worked. I duct taped the arms together, you know, so they were would hold because uh-huh. the springs broke. But that last crash was obviously the last crash, and that one really bummed me out because there was no reason for me to crash it. I was just going down this orange grove in the middle of nowhere. And it was a cool shot, and then it started veering to the left, and I didn't correct in time, and it just nailed a tree and just broke everything. Huh. And I'm like, God How fast was it going? Damn it! Pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. I, I spend very little time actually controlling this one. I haven't really sat down to like do a whole lot of controlling and maneuvering. I'm just trying to get it to uh, do the orbit, yeah, or do the journey. You definitely need to get the muscle memory, which saved me a dozen times, which is left up. Just when I get into a jam, go up. Yeah. Like for the Atticus situation, like I'm always ready just to go, that, yeah. just to floor it up. I, I I still feel bad, and like again today, I apologize to him. I wonder if he's going to be gun shy now when you take the drone. He's out. a little nervous. Like today, I have footage of him, and I couldn't see his face because he was in front of me, and uh, you could see he was like very scared of the drone. And I'm like, you know who doesn't like it? Buddy. The drone. Yeah, 
Cows. Cows? They don't dig it? I was up by the Madonna Inn, and I was trying to fly close to these cows, and they all huddled around the main cow. Yeah. And they, no matter where I went with the drone, they all faced it, like, in terror, and including the babies that came running and stood behind the moms. It was heartbreaking. It is pretty sad. Yeah, I'll send you the footage. I don't want to see this sad. I know it's sad. It's very sad. You know who doesn't like it? Geese. Canadian geese. They they try and attack it. I don't like that. They try to attack it, and they got their tongues out going... You know, you know what sucks about that is they're going to get hurt and you're going to lose your drone. So lose, lose. How am I going to lose the drone? Oh, because they're going to fuck it up. Uh, I mean, There's plenty of footage on. You go onto YouTube and watch eagle attacks drone. There's plenty of footage of yeah. eagles soaring in and there's claws first right into the drone. And there's no way they're not hurt. Yeah, this is on the ground when it's coming back to land. They all circled around it and then I started to try and attack it and I had to run over and shoo them away, which sucked because I just spent maybe 20 minutes telling Atticus not to. Not to chase the birds. Yeah. Don't. don't and then let, you're chasing them. And then they're, I'm like, oh, my God, my drone. So Leave me alone. The parking lot at your library has geese? No, that was yesterday. Uh, library today, yesterday, bird park. Okay. Bird park. Atticus named the drone. Yeah. Adorable. That's a weird name. Droney. Oh. Droney. Okay. Not yeah. too. Not too. Not the most original, but Droney works. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. I'm really bummed that I... I crashed it once nuns the first day once the second day four times today you can get some overhead times. footage of your dick and call it the bone drone the bone drone mm-hmm. i bet it's been done well you don't need to because most people have overhead footage of their dick do they i guess it's almost all like you don't go undercarriage it's, no, it's kind of no, weird no, no. you don't you counter don't need that perspective because right? you know what your face will be in the picture yeah, then. Your face is no the one face. wants a dick picture here's a dick face. pic i got really long yeah. arms and then you're like i didn't send it yeah you did i can see your face <laughs> Oh, I, I like that dick pic though. Like you're looking down, smiling. Like you're, you're right. Kind of, you're kind of knocked you're out. You're definitely going to look like you've got scoliosis because you got to hunch over to get your arms underneath. <laughs> no, you got the long arms. You got the long arms. Oh, buddy. Do you like it? Do I? Yeah, I like it. Have you looked at the footage yet? Oh yeah, I've looked at all the footage. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's good. I'm glad that I started with like a little 200 because I almost got the uh, the Mavic. I, this is boring drone talk, uh, especially people love it. They love it. But I almost got the Mavic Air two. I think it was so okay. Just the Mavic two. Yeah, um, twice as much. DJ. Yeah, it was like eight. I, I would have done like the probably a thousand dollar. You know, the the pack with the extra battery. Yeah, from you need the, the extra battery. Yeah, I got me. I got two batteries with this one. This is perfect. It was just under 200 bucks out the door on eBay. And it was new. Oh, in that's the box, freaking great! In the box, two batteries, a bunch of extra blades, and uh, it's supposed to follow you. And it's and it does do the orbit a little bit, but it loses you all the time. I just want to get some cool stuff of him and I doing some of these things that we're going to be doing. And uh, it shoots 4K, mm-hmm. and it, it I that's guess, pretty good, man. I didn't know they uh, those little teeny drones shot 4K for under 200 bucks. I think it's a good practice drone. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good yeah. practice drone. Yeah, you know they got they have. Uh, they have like clone drones, on like uh, knockoffs. Yeah, and they cost like eighty bucks. And apparently, they're not nearly as good as you'd imagine, but they look the exact same. They're just like plastic and like of like the really expensive ones, like the here we go the phantoms. Is that no? That's just a lady. Uh, I thought it was the guy. It's that, just a lady. Hello, I'm Anderson. Uh, welcome to After Disaster. I'm Anderson. Uh, there's my Corona. We come to you from the fifth. For the third week in a row. Is it the, the third week fifth. in a row? The fifth. Maybe the fourth yeah. week in a row. Next week we might do the sixth. Doing it on a Wednesday. Uh, W-E-D dot. And uh, we'll be checking in with the old Tai Tai here momentarily. <laughs> Just getting a little guy now, down now. Give me 15 or so. Tai Tai shouldn't be settling in for an, an entire episode with us because uh, you're not going to be able to hear him. Like, unless we roll our windows down and just... 
I'll do that. Throw caution to the wind. I'll just scream. I'll scream through the little crack in the window. <sighs> Have you? Oh, dude. Politics. Yeah. You've heard the stories, right? Of course, we all, we've what, all heard about what the, stories? Portland and, uh, yeah. and the, yes, the vans. Yeah, it's very scary. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, in my local uh, supermarket shopping lot, shop, supermarket shopping, supermarket parking lot. Jesus yeah. Christ. Dude, do I need to get checked out? Yeah. Speaking of supermarkets. There's something going on in the old noggin. I I kept saying shopping instead of parking. Anyways, I'm in the parking lot. Yeah. And I see this really cool looking SUV. It's big. It's black. It's murdered out. And when I say murdered out, I mean that all of the... Windows are black. Yeah. And all the decals on it are black. Mm Mm-hmm. I wrote down what it was. And it had the big, like, federal, like, seal, like, with the eagle on it, right? So, okay. like, where a cop, sheriff, or, like, a, you know, like a police district would go on the side of the side panel. Yeah. It was, like, the uh, the, the the eagle holding, like, arrows and yeah. whatever. And uh, I'm so tall. <laughs> and it said in it, in black, on the black car, it said Special Operations IPS, which I'd never mean? seen before. What does that mean? I'd never seen it before. And it said, keep away in giant letters. <laughs> but it was black on black, so it was kind of hard to read. Yeah. And it was a canine unit. And the guy rolled right by me because I was trying to get to the parking spot. And he was kind of like doing that cross through a couple, like, you know, like through the, the, the parking spots because there's no cars there. So I was kind of annoyed with him and intrigued by what he was driving because I'd never seen it before. And I really gave him a hard look. He gave me a hard look back. I told Jillian that I looked away because I didn't want her to think that I was like starting shit with government officials mm-hmm. when I'm a dad and her husband and all that. I didn't look away. I stared him down. He was staring right back at me, and I was thinking, this is a really dumb person to stare at. And then he got past me, and then another car obs- obscured his view, and I kind of lost him in the parking lot. But I was like, what in the fuck was that thing? So I look it up, and I couldn't find anything on Special Operations IPS. Went home, told Jillian about it. She, of course, immediately found something. I shouldn't say immediately, but soon thereafter sent me a link. And it is, here's what it is. This is on the uh, Homeland Security website. It is uh, Identity Protection Services, or IPS, which uh, I guess they they go to data breach response uh, and protection services, including business information, credit monitoring, Identity monitoring and theft insurance. What 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 that sounds like to me is it's something else. Because why do you have a canine unit for identity? Yeah, theft? and why do you have to keep away when it's some fucking nerd? Oh, uh, he wasn't a nerd. No, but I'm I'm saying yeah, if it's oh, yeah, really it identity protection, it's this not going to be like some. You know, you know, in all those '80s movies where the military yeah, shows yeah, up, yeah, they have the glasses they, on, they they're all wearing get, suits, and there's somebody cute uh, that's involved. Yeah, in, there's in always the movie. a hot chick in the. No, group. I'm talking about like an ET or a Final oh, Alive, oh, and yeah, like you know, they mean yeah. well the these sentient creatures, yeah. but the the government official wants. Yeah, them they for don't have time to fuck around. Yep, they want to kill it. This kill guy. It. Could have been one of those guys. Easily could have been cast as one of those villains. Well, like, maybe we, we need to weaponize that thing. Maybe, and I don't mean this in a complimentary way. Maybe he was going into the store to get some tampons. <laughs> why would you say that? I mean, why the randomness of that? First of all, he wasn't going into the store. He was cutting across. Oh. So he's like leaving the old Pet Smart Pet Petco, uh, passing FedEx, passing the the supermarket, and then I lost him around Noah's Bagel. But 
what is being talked about is uh, that, you know, they got all these different agencies that are like volunteering, essentially saying, showing alliance. And uh, perhaps there is a little bit of a, like a, a little bit of this is a little, a little preview, a little setup, uh, a little. Wait, 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 what's the word? It's, a little it's, taste. A little taste or a, a little like dry run for a we're not leaving the White House coup. I don't like conspiracy theories, but in my opinion, mm-hmm. no fucking way is he leaving easily. I thought it was insane when I first heard this like a few weeks ago. And the more I think about it, especially if he's got a lot of volunteers in high places who are doing things for him. This could be it. This could be the end. The end of what? The the United States as we know it. It already feels like it. This is the end end of the United States as we we know know it. it. And I feel shitty. And I'm moving to Mexico. Uh, Mexico. They're not going to have any money after they pay for that wall. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's you know you know what scares me the most right now mm-hmm. is so many news outlets are reporting this there's projected colossal loss by the Trump administration all this stuff and I'm just going you guys are so wrong about everything I can see one hundred percent of the population but I mean couldn't you actually see us going into election night knowing for sure he's going to get slaughtered and then he wins again. Like, because they're so fucking wrong about I can see everything. Anything. Yeah. I, I went to see my mom this weekend, uh, and my, my brother and I went down there. Yeah. My brother and I... Um, the dessert? The dessert, yeah. We went to the desert. My brother my brother and I, I love my brother, and I'm always... It's a very stimulating conversation, but uh, as far as politics go, it has not been well uh, the last few years. Mm-hmm. My brother is a... Uh, you think that I'm a... Uh, oh, dude. What do you, what do you, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you, uh, contrarian. My brother is like soups contrarian, right? Like he, he has a real hard time agreeing with any group. And, uh, he essentially on this trip, cause we got into it what real about bad the last trip. What about the Beatles? Does he like the Beatles? Probably not. Hmm. Last Does trip, he agree with them? We got into it like real heated for about 12 minutes and we were yeah. around each other like, you know, for 48 hours nonstop. 12 minutes. There was a little explosion of anger and hate and then it all settled back down. Uh, this time around, same kind of thing, except he just shut me down. Uh, and it's always in front of my mom. And like, I, I kind of use my mom as a buffer, like, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe she'll try and you talk some sense or, yeah, <laughs> but this time he just shut me down and he goes, well, look, I don't care what you have to say. I don't care what you have, your, what your opinions are on this matter because you watch CNN and, uh, you, so you've been brainwashed and you have no idea what's going on and you're just. And I'm like, all right, well, tell me what's going on then. Explain it to me. Because my whole thing is he like, he caught me stealing a pack of gum when we were like, I was like 10 and he was 8. I thought you meant like yesterday. I was like, okay. When we were kids. And he was yeah. he was mortified. Like he's got really high standards. Okay. And he, like, he really hates people who break rules. Yet he seems to be a Trump uh, apologist. So I was trying to say, you know, it doesn't. He bought me soap. He bought me a shit ton of soap for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So every time I'm in the shower, which is every day. I'm using a soap and I'm thinking about them and like yeah. I'm trying to make things compute and they don't, Mike, because yeah. I'm like you hate liars, you hate people who are not trustworthy. Yeah. So I'm like, how does this line up? And he's like, look, you, what you, what your opinions are, they just don't matter. I don't want to hear them because you've been brainwashed and you're part of the system. Yeah. Hey, guess what? I have, there's someone in my family that does the same thing. But it's I go, not- what about this? What about that? Yeah, they're all liberals. 
They're all it's liberal lies. I'm like, really? Yeah. So everyone's a liar except for Fox. They're the one. But he doesn't say Fox. Here's where it gets interesting, and this is, and he wouldn't give he he rattled off a few names, but I didn't have pen and paper. He he rattled off around four MTV, or five, Comedy Central, four or five names of uh, political uh, independent people on YouTube who he watches and he takes what they say as law. Okay. And he says he watches all of like four or five of them. So what I'm saying, why I'm saying all this is if you're a listener and you know who one of these people are, because he won't even engage with me anymore. My brother won't even engage as far as this goes. He'll talk about everything else, but he doesn't want to engage. And I think a lot of it is he's just afraid of getting tripped up. I think that could be a lot of it. Anyways, if you have any names of who these people might be who make a living off of talking about what they do is they break down news current events and they show how CNN uh, covers them and then they talk about how they're real what what they really are. I'm curious. How do they know what they really are? Exactly. I don't know. Like, okay, I watched CNN, I watched Fox and I'll tell you what really happened even though I wasn't there and I have no training in broadcasting whatsoever. What infuriates me the most about my brother is I say I watched CNN, I, I listen to BBC, and I watch Fox. I, I tune into all of them and then I'll go for weeks where I don't look at anything because I'm just I, I'm just tired of being angry. Yeah. And then I'll go back and I'll have it'll be like a heavy news day and I'll I'll do that rotation. BBC, yeah. uh Fox, CNN. Just to hear all of the ridiculously conflicting reports. Yeah. yeah. And he says that since CNN is part of that, I my opinion doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> and I'm the one who's brainwashed. <laughs> now, it's so, it's so frustrating and aggravating because I have the same conversations. I have the same conversations with my dad. What you know, sucks? Anytime you bring something up, he'll go, "It's a lie," and you're like, "What do you mean that's how, a lie?" How much of you just really like is yearning for? Uh the comeuppance though like and i know that that's not healthy and that shouldn't be what my it's main very unhealthy is, but I, I just really like want the light to be you know what i'm yearning for is i mean it's really going to be sad it's really going to be sad and i don't buy into that the democrats are just going to clean house i don't buy into that i just don't believe it because i don't believe what the news says and we've already been led down a path of thinking you know i already went, fell for this before but Obviously, the unhealthy part of my brain wants the Republicans to just get decimated and be shunned for the rest of their life, and then they just die. Mm. And I'm not talking about all of them. I'm talking about the the really bad, evil people, the Mitch McConnells and all these fucking- He's a sexy guy, though. Yeah, he's pretty sexy. I like the way he looks. Yeah. I think Palpatine is probably Too sexy for his chin. But I want to see- You know what I want to see, honest to God, at the end of this shit show of four years? Yeah. I really want to see Trump refuse to leave, and I want to see him dragged out of there by federal cops. And I want to see him losing I, his fucking shit. I think that half those federal cops might be on his side. All right, let's, let's get off this, because we're, getting, we're talking yeah. in generality. But, I mean, I'd like to see that. And then I'd like to see him uh, ha- hang himself in a prison cell. All right. Okay. But other than that. And it'll, but who, who, you know who, who would have done it? Ep- Epstein's uh, ghost. Probably hung him. <laughs> That's probably who it was. What if he does have a ghost? What if we find out ghosts are real and only really bad people get them? We're like, oh, this is the worst. The, the news is just mind fucking numbing, though. Like, I, I tuned in the other numbing, day. I turned on the numbing. TV, and uh, CNN was uh, on, or one of the actually, I'm not even sure. I think it was Kun. CNN. And Ken was on. And uh, you know what they were talking about? 
and it went on. I was in the kitchen uh, prepping something. So it went on for a good 10 minutes. They talked about this study they did. Guess where they're finding uh, the viruses and droplets uh, in the environment? Guess where they're collecting? Guess they're fascinated by this. They, they couldn't believe it. It was amazing that the uh, majority of the droplets are concentrating. Where? On the ground. <laughs> it's as though like gravity doesn't exist in their world. Or they're just discovering this. And they're going on and on about how fascinating it is. It's mind-blowing. We're doing, we're doing samples all over the place in the atmosphere. on counter, But it's mostly on the ground. Do you know what the funny thing is? The no very shit. first time I was on Dr. Drew's podcast when this broke out before he got his ass reamed for uh, saying it was not that big of a deal. I specifically went, what happens to this virus? And he goes, it's carried in droplets and it just falls to the ground. And I was like, what do you mean it just falls to the ground? He goes, it falls to the ground. It's on the ground. Yeah. And then like two weeks later, after he was just getting the shitstorm for him was happening, I saw the woman from L.A. giving the big press conference on the town hall steps going, the droplets fall to the ground. And- what is that fuck ants? You know what? It just see. You know what I always thought about. God damn it! And I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but there, there used to be an ad for an air purifier that mm. was on KFI nonstop mm. around the fucking air clock. IQ, I think. And it was talking about how it deionizes the air, and yeah. the odor just falls to the ground, and you vacuum it up. Oh, and it took me about six months for my brain to actually think about that and i thought wouldn't you have the worst smelling carpet on the fucking planet no because you vacuum it and vacuums do smell pretty bad i don't know they if you do notice that yeah the the contents of that vacuum when i gotta empty it no good mine I, doesn't I stanley I, in there the other day when i was uh, I'm like stan you're in the vacuum mine doesn't smell but it's also probably because i throw baking soda on the ground and vacuum that do up. you toss it do you sprinkle it or you sprinkle, just throw it sprinkle you throw a full ball i was I picture you just throwing like Full boxes like grenades. Just a pile in the corner, and I vacuum it up. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. It was something I someone told me to do a long, long time ago. They're like, just sprinkle baking soda on the on the carpet before you vacuum. Mm. Maybe it's for smells or something. Yeah, I, I think it does something. I think it absorbs, and then you suck it up. Yeah. Should we call Tai Tai, or should I ask you about something that I learned today is to be not wrong? Ask me. All right. We'll call him afterwards. So this morning, the Cowan household was pretty slow. Yeah. Uh, Daddy's back was killing him. I, I've, I've turned into an old man, and I realized, like, my feet have cracks in them that are so deep that, like, they become open. So I, I don't want to get into it, but it's very painful unless I tend to them. And tending to them means soaking them in a bath. Your feet are dry? Yeah, they're dry, and I just got I got issues with the feet. So I got to soak. You should tell your brother you want lotion next time instead of... Uh... <laughs> He did talk me into another fucking bar of soap, and I bought it on Amazon for 10 bucks what for one it? bar. Dr. Squatch. Heard of this Dr. Squatch? No, I have not. It's supposed to be good shit. Pine tar. It's coming uh, end of July. I'll, I'll let you know. But uh, So I'm soaking my feet in the morning. Like you know, if I, I notice if I do three or four days in a row, they're good for a couple weeks. So I'm like old man Andy sitting there on the couch with my son. Of course, he has to get right in there, so he's, his feet are in the, in, the, in the same bath as mine. And, uh, and then I got a heating pad on my back. Because my lower back is like locks up every morning, so I'm I've, I've become old man in the last three months. It sucks. But uh, we're hanging around the house, and the wife, who's working from home, she she had a light morning too, so she's out with us, and uh, we took in a little Price is Right first time during COVID. A little Price is Right, yeah. And I told her some interesting information that I picked up from old Mike Carana. Oh yeah, yeah, because you used to work there. 
<laughs> Not at Price is Right. No, but, but I worked but in that studio yeah, did. for a long time. Said, so, you know all the prices they got, honey? They're all bare bones minimum, which is probably true. And one of the reasons is because they, they have to buy all those things themselves. They certainly do. They, they have to pay for full price. They have to pay full price for everything. And uh, she says, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, I know. Mike told me. He used to work in the building. He knew a guy who knew a guy. No, I went down there and asked them. I said, what kind of deals do you... I, I went right into the office one day during lunch, and I went... I was looking at all the stuff, because everything would be lined up in the like the warehouse part of CBS, like mm-hmm. all the cars and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at some stuff, and I went, like, what kind of deals do you guys get? And the producer of the show, not some low... Not an intern, went, we pay retail for everything, because legally, when somebody bids... Like they, it has to be what they the invoice has to reflect what they paid for it, and that also is factored into what the taxes you pay on the prize are. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. You can't bid on a car and say nineteen thousand four hundred, and they're like, "You got it exactly right." Here's your car, and then they go, "We paid sixteen four for it." It came up because they were doing beef jerky was one of the uh, the items they were bidding on this morning, and uh, Jim Carrey was kind of talking some shit. Jim Carrey's on? Not Jim. Drew. Oh. Dumb, oh. Andy. You're dumb. You're very dumb, Andy. Drew Carey was talking some shit about the product, and I was thinking, and that's what made me bring it up. I'm like, you know why you can do that? It's not like a free ad, because they got that for free. Like, they paid for <laughs> yeah. that, so they can say whatever yeah. they want about these products. Jillian, after a maybe 15-second Google search, found article after article saying that they get everything uh, given to them nope. for free. Nope. It's not true. And then she read many sad articles about how most of the, a lot of, not most, but a lot of the contestants can't afford the taxes on it. Yeah, that, that, if, if, if they got them for free, they, they are not. No, you, no, no, but that's not true because I pay taxes for free shit all the time. But the producer of you the show gotta, told me specifically we have to legally pay full price for everything. And he explained it to me and I was like, that's unbelievable. I just thought it, that was the advertising. You know like, what they do with the uh, prizes? that Because a lot of the prizes are just like the the poor winners just have to walk away because they don't have the yeah. money. And you got to pay, apparently you got to pay income tax on it from for California level income tax. Hmm. I don't know. And so a lot of like the showcases are just like they, they, the, the contestants just walk away from their big winnings because they can't. They can't afford it, or they don't know what to do with their steam shower, which was one of the yeah, yeah, yeah. One, yeah. one of the uh, you want a whirlpool. I live in an apartment in Boise. Yeah, this guy he was looking to win a, a car, and he had a little shirt that said, "Right now I ride a scooter. I'm hoping to win a car." And he won an ATV and a uh, steam shower. And it's like it was like a full steam shower. Like, what do you? You gotta have plumbing for that, and everything. You just gotta. First of all, you gotta get it there. Yeah, you gotta get. How do you get it to your place if he's like living in? Oklahoma. So uh, a lot of those prizes uh, are left behind, and they just recycle them. Hmm. They just like put them back out in the showcase uh, a few weeks later. So hope no one it was so It was totally fun walking through that set, looking at all the shit that's backstage ready to go out. I would bet. Because well, you know like, when we were walking? Now. I want to believe you, but at the same time, Well, this Google. is just what I was told. I have no idea, but yeah. that's what they, they told me specifically, and they explained why, and it made perfect sense. I was like, that does make sense. It makes sense. But it also kind of doesn't. But I guess because of the nature of the show, I don't know. Now I need to know. I, I got to know. Because Maybe there's a YouTuber out there that If will, you're will giving away a line. Ford Ranger, wouldn't you consider that to be advertising for Ford unless you paid full price for it? Yes. Yes. I mean, I when I was a kid, I used to think, that, I just assumed that it was all 
for advertising purposes. And I did too. I'm like, why do they even have commercials? I feel like they don't have to have commercials yeah, on the show because exactly. it's one giant commercial after commercial. It's nothing but commercials. <laughs> Rice-a-roni? Yeah. It's like, this is a Rice-a-roni ad for 30 minutes. Anderson, I thought about you when I saw somebody's very serious post, mm-hmm. not trying to be funny, Uh-oh. talking about how good, like I don't me. remember what the group was, by the way. It was like, like the, it wasn't the Moose Club or any of those people. It was one of the old folks organizations. Qantas. Quantus? Something like that. Quantus, they're like, they've been helping people for f- 50 years, uh-huh. and this is a shirt of them helping people. Nice of Columbus. Knights and I just sent Columbus. you the picture, and it reminded me of you. I don't know why. I, I know it has nothing to do with kids with cancer. <laughs> but it's two old men wearing yellow vests. It's got to be an old picture. Though. Yeah, it is. It's like 70s. But it just says in giant letters in the front, help retarded children. And they're like uh, workman vests. Yeah. I like his, they got matching uh, coffee thermoses as yeah. well. Yeah. I'd say the same thing. Help I, retarded children. I worked with, uh, with the, uh, the mentally challenged children over there for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did well, the, good uh, news. the Special Olympics. I got you one of those cool vests on eBay. I will wear it proudly. I will. Isn't that funny you wear that now and you get uh, <laughs> shamed? But I'm just trying to help. Retarded children. Call Ty Ty? You know what? Maybe I do. This might be weird, but maybe I call both of you guys. What happens there? (laughs) I don't know. Let's find out. You know what? I can just uh, use mine as a a speaker. Yeah. I'm going to call both of you. All right. This should be interesting. I'm calling, and it's doing nothing. It says waiting, waiting. How do you call two people at once, by the way? I just go on the text part, and I go up top, and I just push call on those, you know, the chain. And it's going to do a chain call? Yeah, but I think it might be a FaceTime chain. Hey, Ty Ty. Is it not working? Is it not working for you, Michael? I got nothing. So I'm trying to call both of you guys, because Mike's not going to be able to hear you. No, I can hear him, but I can't. Uh, You're not going to be able to hear Mike. That's all right. And he says, that's all right. Hey, buddy. Welcome back from the mountains. Uh, I'm going to roll down my window. All right. I don't know why it's not, why you are, aren't answering, Michael. I tell you're ruining everything. Is this, on, this is in the show, isn't it? Of course it's in the show. You missed the, uh, we already talked politics. We already talked politics. You missed it. Yeah. Can you hear Mike now? You missed the exciting politics talk. I- oh, you just cut out. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Look at how tight tight. Tyler is tied tied. All right, Tyler, I'm gonna you're cut out. I'm gonna call you back on a regular. Oh, that's why. The phone. Agree. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! This What's is that? Horrible. All right, are you on the phone now? Are you on the speaker? I'm here. Oh, there we go. I haven't gone anywhere. All right, now I turned on the car to roll down the windows so you could hear Mike, and then it switched over to the hands free because. Uh, well, now you sound like you're on the phone. Cool what were you doing in the mountains, Ty Ty? I was becoming one with my brother and my father. Oh. Ooh. Gross. Uh, no, my dad's belated 60th uh, birthday present was a backpacking trip with his boys. With his boys. Uh, yeah. All right, I don't like it. I dislike it quite a bit. I don't like it. Can't relate to it. Mike says he, he doesn't like it, and he can't relate to it. Spent at a hot spring. We had all to ourselves. It was 100 degree water. It was beautiful. 
uh, we camped there and then spent the night, woke up the next morning, hit the hot springs again, and then uh, hiked another four miles to the Kern River. And during that hike, the entire time, uh, we had jet fighters buzzing over the top of us, like running practice routes or something. I don't that's know what they were doing. That's great. But we had our own. Mike says that's great. Yes. It was like 12, to, it was like 12 to 15 flyovers. Pretty cool, man. Mike says that's pretty cool. Uh, well, so, and then we found, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What else do you find? Uh, we found this old, like, 1800s abandoned, like, sawmill camp or something like that. And, uh, we had a, a giant, like, outdoor kind of, like, a mess hall lodge thing to ourselves. Um, that was pretty sweet. And it rained, so thank God we had that because we got to chill under that while it rained. Where were you? Uh, we had a real... We're in the Indio National Forest, the Golden Trout Wilderness. Nice. Any any good yeah. spots for the old RV? Should we should we go there this weekend? <laughs> There's RV spots uh, in some of the campgrounds, but this was uh, the. Ask him where that is because I've seen that name before. Mike wants to know where that is because he's seen that name before. Uh, I feel like it's in the mountains. No, but where is it? Near like Death Valley. It. Tyler is uh, being snotty. He says you can Google it. Oh, he, he just, just looks so defeated. We're that was a show. really shitty. We're doing a show. We're Why doing a show. I mean, yeah, you Christ. got the information right hey, there. Hey, listener, you can Google Toogle. it. Google. I, I try to say Google and Tyler, and I, Toogle doesn't work. It's kind of bad. Tigle? Is anything, is anything strange afoot in the, the fifth parking lot right now? Uh, no, we saw a woman walking a dog aggressively when she was wearing fur and really bad shorts, and I thought it was the same girl that was hammered that came down here last week. Or a couple weeks ago, but it was not. And uh, so far, everything else... I mean, there was somebody standing right in my parking spot when I first got here, but he moved after I tried to <laughs> after I tried to back into, like, right... You know, we're at the far end of the parking lot in front of the 5th, and uh, there's a guy just standing there. No car around, nothing. He's just standing there, and he's not homeless. Oh, the best joke! Atticus made me laugh today harder than he's ever made me laugh, and it was the best. And I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to have to let you go, Ty Ty, because it's... It, 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 it sucks not being able to hear Mike. Well, we're supposed to all get together tomorrow night, but you guys forgot and you booked a different show. So. Yeah, I, I well, I, 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 Brian sorry. asked Wednesday Mike or Thursday. Sorry, Brian asked if he could do a Thursday, and I said I think so because Tyler just said he could do anything but Tuesday. I thought so. Anyway, whatever. So I got this old drive, and I'm going to talk about both. But, I didn't. I didn't realize we said Thursday, but I guess that makes sense because usually I do the film all Wednesday. All right, okay. you can, Tyler. I'll meet you over here on Thursday, and we can call Anderson. Did you hear that? Tom? <laughs> all right, cool. I don't do so I got these uh, two drives, uh, external hard drives, and I made Sex drive. fatal error of not turning them on for a couple of years. So mm-hmm. now neither one of them turns on or does anything. Right. Uh, first of all, do either one of you guys have any good? Uh, have you had, had any luck of like following instructions online on how to like uh, get shit off these things, or do you just got to take them to a computer guy? I got bad news for you, Jack. What? It is insanely expensive. Uh, really? Insane. All right, great. Mike's saying it's insanely expensive. Which they got to is... do it in a clean room, and they can fix. Do... They can get the information, but it's yeah. going to cost. Uh, I have no idea now, but at one point in time, it was like twelve hundred to fifteen hundred bucks. No way. Not kidding. One bit. There's got to be a way. There's Not be kidding. A way. Not kidding. It's in there. You got to find like a. You got to find like a hard drive shaman. I don't think that's true. Did you try like tapping on them and stuff? Because you know what happens is there's lubricant in there and it dries up, which is why it won't spin. Uh, maybe. Okay, I'll fuck with it. 
Maybe I'll just grease it up. Did you try jamming a screwdriver into no, it? No, I've not tried the, the jamming of the screwdriver. Sometimes into it. that works. So, anyways, one of my drives has a like a postcard of Stanley Kubrick sitting on one of his sets, and uh, you know he's all bearded up, and he's, it's a great picture. I've only seen it on this one uh, postcard that I have taped to this hard drive, and you know he's he's got a, a Bolex on his lap. I th- if I had to guess, I think it's a set of uh, Full Metal Jacket, and Atticus is like, "Who's that, Daddy? Who's that?" And I said, that's Stanley Kubrick. Can you say Stanley Kubrick? And he says, Stanley Kubrick. And he said it pretty good. And it was like, oh, my, oh my God. It was, first, it was awesome hearing him say Stanley Kubrick's name. And then there's a beat. And then he goes, he has no home. <laughs> because he sees homeless people yeah. all the time. And I've been talking to him about not saying that too loud in front of people. Uh, and he was like, he felt liberated because he knew this guy was a picture and that he wouldn't be able to hear him. So he said it out loud and very clear for the first time in about a week. Aww. And he's just like, he has no home because Kubrick looks exceptionally homeless in this picture. <laughs> hey, you guys have some good stuff, uh, some exciting things coming up in your future uh, it because. Was very funny. And I was laughing very hard. A friend of mine, uh, a comedy manager, said his nine year old daughter came. This just happened yesterday, he told me. My nine year old daughter came up to me and said, Dad, what did uh, Cinderella do when she got to the ball? And he goes, what? And she went. Mike made oh a grunt. Oh, my God. Yeah. Not but not as funny as my other friend. I don't get the joke. Not. As <laughs> I don't even get it. What? What's She's gagging. Oh, when she got to the ball. Yeah. The balls. So okay. So right. I told them a, a joke my friend Aaron told me who's yeah. got a special needs son. Yeah. Which was, he sat at the dinner table and said, Mom, can I tell you a joke? And she went, yeah, what's the joke? And he went, what's the difference between jelly and jam? And she went, I don't know. And he goes, I can't jelly my dick up your ass. Yeah, that sounds about right for a, for a mentally challenged. Yeah. And I was like, delayed. good times. Finally, I want to be a parent. You know what that is? That's very froshmoric. I've decided, fellas, that sophomoric is stupid. Because there's an entire grade level be- below the sophomores. Why the word is not froshmork is beyond me. And I'm going to use the word froshmork moving forward. Thank you. Not too shabby. Froshmork sounds horrendous. Nope. Nope. If it was always froshmork and I'm like, you know what? That was a... When you get your shit together, I'm going to call you seniormork. A childish joke, but it wasn't that childish. So let's call it sophomore. You, you know what I don't like is you're a thing. freshman in high school, then you're a freshman in college. That doesn't seem fair. And then you're a sophomore in college, too. And then you're also a junior in college. Yeah, It's all about starting you off back where you started. Yeah, humbling you. It's like humbling the military. You. It is. Yeah, beat it's you down so you they down. can build you up. I'm, I'm surprised that no one's uh, complaining about that. I'm surprised yeah. it's like, uh, well, we started you're shaming it. me. You're, you're shaming me now. by making me a frosh again. Everyone's a senior. Everyone's, everyone's always a senior. Yep. Let's just cut right to everyone's a doctor, everyone's the president. Let's just go there so we don't offend anybody. Everyone's a doctor, everyone's a president. Everyone is a straight a straight a uh, uh, space doctor. doctor. Everyone's a doctor, president, lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. Everyone's a winner. It's <laughs> uh, very fresh, Mark. Have you? bring that up i hope you don't didn't get any ticks tyler i hope you didn't get any ticks ty ty that's uh it's mike carano hoping that he said i don't i hope i didn't get any ticks yeah yeah, yeah. he said dicks because he I, thought he's misheard this entire conversation he thought you were in jail over the weekend with your dad and he's hoping you didn't get any any dicks a, a large a large meadow and, large meadow uh, i looked 
down, and I thought I had a stick on me, and I smacked it very hard, which is, I don't think, what you're supposed to do. Nope. And then I realized it was, it was a ladybug. Oh, man. Did it survive? What a jerk. No, I don't think so. Oh, Tyler. Was, I hope your little trip was worth it, because that ladybug is no longer with us, and would be if you didn't do your little walk far my with my some, daddy. My brother caught some very strange fish called a Sacramento sucker. Oh, yeah? And it looks like a Did you guys try it out? Dick sucking joke. Frosh Mork. Hey, Tyler, did you eat it? No. Tyler, did you see the new fish today? There's a new fish? Yeah. Scientists successfully bred a new fish. I only saw the headline, and I saw the guy putting it in the water. What? What is it? I don't know. They bred two fish and created a new fish. The body looks a little like a shark. Mm. Is this for consumption, for like mass consumption? I don't know. I think they were just bored. Yeah? Let's get these two fish to fuck. There's fucking G- G- Dr. Jimmy, I mean. Oh, I was watching a... Uh, please, please don't be fish more with me. Uh, we promised the listener no puns on this episode. Oh. You should have heard the celebration at the top of the show, Tyler. Be sure to listen. Be sure to listen. I'm not going, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was such a good time. I, I really made a lot of listeners' days, I think. Made a lot of listeners very happy oh, for, for five minutes. Here's the best part. Yeah. Here's the news article here's from the, CBS the best News. Part. Scientists, scientists accidentally create the sturtle fish. Sturtle. Oh, no. A new hybrid fish from two endangered species. Uh huh. Put them in the same tank? Yeah. What? They're endangered? No, let's see accidentally what created by scientists in Hungary. Oh. Tyler? Oh, you can't trust Hungarian scientists. Everyone knows that. It's a mix of the American paddlefish and the Russian sturgeon. And it's a sturgle? Oh, it's an American Russian. Yep. Oh, maybe this is what we've been waiting for. Maybe this will solve the world's problems. Look, we can coexist in one fish. It's fucking cool looking. It is pretty. Well, sturgeons are pretty cool. It looks more sturgeon than well, anything else. It's pretty sweet looking, though. I dig it. Why is it dead? Well, they had to kill it. Why? It's some fucking monster. He, sh- he showed me a picture of it and it looked very dead out of the water. <laughs> Pretty cool. I don't think it's dead. I think they were measuring it because I saw the footage I saw was them taking it off that measuring device and putting it back in the water. Mm. I, I'm, I'm still really bummed about these stupid drives that have all of my information. Wait a minute. Wait, what if the same information is on my old uh, laptop? That, that's, that's good news, you, man. Because they can news. get that shit off there, right? A lot easier, right? You can get it off there. Off the old lap- no, the laptop that won't fire up anymore because it has the same problem. <laughs> you can they can pull that drive out and you know. You need a necromancer. Uh, I had that my 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 old G five crashed and I brought the I brought it in. The guy pulled the drive out and plugged it into his computer and just transferred all the information. Oh, a techromancer. 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 Romance and the tech out of none. Yeah, probably there's no no price for Patreon. All right, kids. Well, uh, so, t- Ty, Ty. So, uh, so I do a Patreon. So I do a Patreon bonus where I listen to this, the parts without me, and I add in my own little comments. Sure. If, you, if, if you're up for that, I mean, sure. Yeah. That sounds terrible. I mean, you just say that because it sounds like more work. Were they were they practicing for the coup? I think so. 
think that's what they were doing. Well, welcome, welcome back. Uh, we had a. Did you see all of our texts that went back and forth today? Where Mike really thought that yeah. maybe something had happened to you. Guess what happened? All right, so uh, you weren't responding to the text. I knew that you're probably out of town, but I couldn't remember why you couldn't do our regular time. So uh, after you didn't respond to anything, uh, I I said to Mike, should we still do a show even though Tyler's dead? And then Mike said, yes, we should. And then I said, okay, we'll do a tribute show. And then it was all fun. And then Tyler still wasn't responding. So then Mike this afternoon says, what if something really happened to him? And I said something like, yes, he's really dead. We're going to do a show. And then I got to thinking about it. I'm like, honey, (laughs) have you seen Tyler on Twitter lately? (laughs) And she says, no. And he's usually on there as much as I am. And then she goes, hold on, let me check Lauren's. And then she goes, Lauren is home with Zach, and she seems happy, so everything's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, not necessarily. Does she seem super happy? And she goes, no, normal happy. And I said, okay, then everything's probably fine. Do you think they had life insurance? <laughs> yeah, you could have cut out all the middleman and just, like, texted Lauren and be like, hey, where's Tyler? Yeah, but my hands were full in the kitchen making the boy food. It was much easier to just go, honey! Any Twitter questions I have, I just go, honey! Anything that's happening like in the world? First, I like that your first instinct to see if I'm alive and check my Twitter account. That's really, and that, like, bumps me out and also makes me happy. I don't really know how to process it. It is the, uh, it is the truth, and it is the, the way the world these days. I'm going to just have to start scheduling some tweets, so when I die, this Ooh, not bad, not bad. You can do that, right? Like, do people that kill themselves do that? Because that's not bad. Like, you kill yourself and you have an entire suicide letter written out that takes one six word months. at a time, sick one word a day for six months. Yep, it'll be like the the world's most popular TV series. Like people. Now, do you write it backwards or forwards? It's like the last letter. Like the first, the first thing is just uh, your name. Yeah. The first thing is just Anderson, and then this, the next day, sincerely. How about this? Yeah. If I'm dead yeah. the next day, I will reveal the killer. Oh. And then you tell the whole story. The whole story. Over like a month. I'll be gone in the dark. And the cops are just fucking furious. Like, just fucking tell us just now. Tell us. We have our handcuffs cocked. Yeah. Exactly. We're ready. <laughs> We're at 10 different black people's doors that we think it might be. (laughs) Just tell us which one it is. (laughs) Ty-Ty? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let you go be with your fam. So I'm not engaging. Okay. All right. Oh, buddy, you sound so so sad. What? Aw. But did you attack him with a drone, which would make him need to do that? I did. Yes. He did. I did do that. Yes. (laughs) Every time a helicopter has gone overhead since, he just, he he winces and he flinches. Oh, and he lights a cigarette. Yeah. I can't take it, man. (laughs) Yeah. Fear is good. Fear is good. And like my dad used to say, pain is good. Pain is good. Pain is good. Yes. All right, Sorry you're not here. Uh, miss you, bud, and glad you're back from the tick wilderness. And uh, we will see you next next uh, next Tuesday. All right, all right, buddy. Enjoy. Ciao, ciao. ciao. Mike says bye. That's how that's how Ty Ty's doing. Mike says bye. <laughs> bye, buddy. <laughs>
All right, now that we're done with that, get back to the old quarantine in the uh, the proper way. Almost cut the wires right in half. You know what uh, occurred to me a few days ago is mm. we could be doing this quarantine shit for a long time, man. <laughs> well, I did. Um, <clears throat> I did a, a little consult with uh, Alex Ferrari. Couple days ago, the guy from Indie Film Hustle, the, okay, uh, yeah, the host of Indie yeah. Film Hustle, and he is telling me that um, the the inner office memos that are going out in the uh, the old Hollywood town, uh, all the studios are prepping for three to five years of this type of shit, three to five years of not being able to shoot with large crowds and big set pieces, three to five years of having things modified as a result of, of this, which I think is overkill. I think they're just preparing for the worst to be smart. Hmm. But wow. Well, uh, you know, I, I'm all over the map on this, like emotionally, like I'm, I'm fine for a couple of weeks and then I'm really freaked out. And then I just need some social engagement. Yeah, man, I feel for you because, you know, it's a lot different for you than it is for Tyler and I. Yeah. Tyler and I are always together and we go on walks together. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just a loner. And we we never think to call you. We always think to call you on the like or way back to our cars. All right, buddy. See, you know, we should have called Mike. Yeah, I had a sense. <laughs> but I well, Drew said there's a vaccine and well, there it'll, is. it'll be November when it goes to people in most need and he said it'll probably take about a year, six months to a year for it to get to to be distributed to regular people. That's shocking that it would take that long because I would now this is, might be just my own stupidity, but I would think that if they can get the little uh, delivery devices and the little chemicals, the activators or whatever they are to figure out the testing and they could do that even though we're failing at that fairly hard depending yeah. on who you talk to. But I mean, if they could get that scaled up to the point that they, I guess it took them a while. You'd think that it's not that different. I, I want to think, you know, I don't know the chemicals, but and the, the thing I'm the, I don't, again, conspiracy theory, but what are the odds that Pfizer would have developed it? Pretty good. I would think. There's, you know, all these people working on it and the big drug company all of a sudden is like, we got it. Well, I would I think, think there was some the collusion most. there, some scam, some little payola, a little couple of, I mean, my common sense tells me that it's just like they're the big ones. They've been doing this the most. They know how to do this quick. They know how to scale. I think we're and probably maybe, buying a low-grade cure from them because they're like, eh, hey, it might work, might not. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take $2 billion of well, them. No, they have, like, um, the, the test subjects. And they, you know, they, they've been I – m- I remember seeing footage the day it happened of the first – person to take it and they're like all right i didn't die let's move on from here and they've been checking in with them you know there's like a dozen people or so out there that they've they've already given it to that i've been you know we gotta wait a while to it's see probably what, more what than happened. a dozen i think it was only like a dozen the first round i don't know i'm, I'm making things up as i go i from my, my my memory of what i saw but uh yeah i mean Mike, I, I would like to see you. I, it's just me. I, I can tell you this. My every single day starts off with me trying to tucker out Atticus so that hopefully he'll nap for a couple hours in the afternoon so that I can do a chat with Andy and work on stuff. Yeah. So my mornings are always get out of the house before like 30, 10 o'clock at the latest, and then take him somewhere and just have him walk, 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 and show him shit and do stuff with him and try and tucker him out. And it's good for me, too. And I'd, I'd love to do that with you. So should I start bugging you and saying, hey, It's not just right. us going somewhere or doing something. It's the whole thing. I got to hug you? Like, yes. Uh. No, but I, I, I thought about this because somebody said to me, within the last weeks, I was talking to somebody. might have been Taylor Williamson. And he's like, I haven't touched to? anyone in months. And I was like, 
I was thinking about it. I'm like, I haven't either. Yeah. What about your dad? No, I haven't touched anyone. That's not true. I mean, my one friend, like yeah. I've sat next to her on the couch, but that's the only person, and that's not sexual. If if you, and I'm not going down sexual alley here, but uh, if 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 you feel comfortable with it, this might do something uh, when the uh, the old uh, masseuse uh, house is open again. <laughs> go in there, get a get a massage. I'm not saying sex. I'm I'm saying you know or anything yeah. sexual. I'm saying get a massage, and like that might actually you know release some kind of yeah chemicals in your. No, but I I think I just want I just want to you know. Uh, I mean, if I was feeling down or something, I could just drive over the hill, go in the improv, and all of a sudden, yeah, get a bunch of attention, yeah, walk around, say hi to everybody, talk yeah. to the comics, talk to the staff, and then you know, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, go home, and I'd feel good. And yeah. that has been unavailable for going on five months now, and I don't see it coming back. I mean, especially now that I quit producing the podcast for them over money dispute. How did he take it? Um, the host of the show. I did it the way I should have done it. I didn't have the guts to do it. I was freaking out about it. I feel sick to my stomach about it. Yeah. And I just went, I got to call him today and just get this over with. And I didn't even, try, you know, I had this big plan to go like, listen, you know, I love you. Yeah, and yeah, I like yeah. the show, but I didn't do that at all. He just answered. And I went, Eddie. And he goes, yep. And I go, I have to quit. And he goes, I had a feeling this phone call is coming. And then I explained afterwards, but I just immediately told him. Can't you, couldn't you, Mike. Mm. I, you do it all remote, right? Yeah. Now we do. Mm, you should have, mm, ah, man, you should have put a call out maybe, a couple weeks worth of call outs and see if anybody wanted to maybe take your spot because it could be fun. It could be like a good like internship type might thing. Still, might still be available. For a lot of people. Because he wants to keep doing it, but I can't do it solely based on principle that I'm doing yeah, work of course for free. Not. You can't do it anymore, but I would imagine a lot of people who want to get into over and like, over and over. To, to to the comedy world, and you know he has big people on. Yeah, the show. we've had and great people on. We had Paul Provenza today. That was the last show. Would like to uh, to to. It was great. Pick up where you left off, and uh, maybe it'll turn into something for him. It probably won't, but yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I feel bad for that guy, but whatever. Uh, so do I, because I, I love. He always I, charged me full price for my drinks, so fuck him. You know what? That's exactly what I told him. <laughs> this is, this I go, listen, I'll be walked all over by the improv again and again. But you charged Anderson full price for his drinks. always charge Anderson full. Everyone so, else always gave him comp drinks or uh, half-off drinks or combo of the both, but uh, you always full doesn't, price. Doesn't recording the podcast at the improv seem so far, so long ago? a different world. Yeah. Yeah. A different life. Remember, before that, recording at uh, Loveline. Yes. Before that, getting hammered and maybe recording at Loveline, yes. but we're too drunk to realize where we are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we did a long time there. We did a long time at the Improv. We did a long time in my living room. And I hope at some point we're not like, we've been recording in our cars for seven months. It's coming up on four. I think. I think we started this in April. So that maybe is so we're crazy. Yeah. That is so weird. Mm. Hey, you know what I'm excited about? I've been, I've been doing the chats with Andy, right? I've been doing like okay. two, three a week because uh, now during quarantine, <laughs> there's more time for it, and uh, I'm I, I, I can use money, and uh, people are, are people are getting them. I'm not making a whole lot of noise about it because you know I only have so many spots that I can do, but uh, 
uh, chats with Andy, doing one with Donovan. I'm doing a second one with Donovan. He's crazy. And he says that he wants to do it. He wants to do it on a regular basis. Uh, and this one, it's the second one we've ever done together. He wants to do it from his work while he's forklifting around. Mm, that sounds like you don't want to be involved in I whatever know, could I happen. He's like, nah, it's fine. I do it all the time. So we're going to be doing a... What's he forklifting? A Zoom. I'll find out. I'll tell you. If he lets me. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if he's... What if he's like, I'm moving 10,000 units of the coronavirus vaccine in this sterile lab. I would. I I've would. got to focus. I'd say, man, I'm sorry. That's uh, that seems like very stressful. What? Can you send us him. what you should? He should send us. Send us some. We'll just inject it right out, right out of the chute. <laughs> no questions asked. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, hmm. I wonder. I wonder if the coronavirus vaccines are going to come into play at all for the election. It is crazy times. Here's it's here's crazy, crazy. Here's. here's where I'm at with the whole crazy times thing. And this is just common, more fucking common sense than me. I like to try and think that I'm fair and try and be fair, right? And yeah. I think that the problem that got us here is a lot of the self-righteousness that a lot of people feel they have. And a lot of the, just the uh, very, very uh, stubborn, uh, will not bend, will not hear you, anger. And it's just fucking awful. And can, yeah. can we just... Can we can we somehow stop doing that to each other? Right? There is there is definitely, and and this goes for not just one side, by the way, but there is a huge, huge. I'm not. I will let the ship sink before I admit I'm wrong. Thing. Yeah. Which I get when I'm talking about sports, but when not when I'm talking about yeah, real life. Exactly. Exactly. I think it's funny when I'm talking about sports. Hey, you know what? That, the whole thing was funny when when Donald Trump was just a cartoon character on the Howard Stern show, and you're like, "Look at this asshole!" and it was hilarious. That was funny when he actually had power. It was like, ah, it's not so funny now. You know, it's like funny when you let your mean child like be in charge of something in your house for like five minutes but then if it's like okay now they are the boss of the household you'd be like i don't like it now i don't like it hmm. yeah i mean that's yeah. There, there, there's nothing he can do that's shocking like when i saw that press release quote where people pointed out that he never sent any condolences to any victims of coronavirus or to this or to that but he wished that maxine glasswell woman like best of luck i don't i don't i'm i'm done like the woman who procured 13 and 14 year olds for jeffrey epstein to fuck and probably trump yep the woman who got the girls to him right yeah was arrested and she's in a prison cell somewhere and trump wished her best of luck Mm. Mm -hmm. the president wished her best of luck like that's so not even in the realm of it's just so insane. You're just like, wow. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like you can't. But I mean, every that, time you're like, he can't take being a like piece a, of shit to a like new a level. And he does. Like sometimes you kind of say that like as a shitty thing. Maybe, maybe No, no. Like, it was like a, she's an old friend. All right. Best of all luck. Right. All right. I feel like I've run out of steam. and uh, You run on steam? It's just, it's depressing. It's just, what, I hope you don't burn out. What kind of weird, 
kind of weird shit do you think's happen at places like Disneyland? Like as far as nature, do I they, don't. Do they have know. people in there like just tearing down the nests? And... I don't know what's happening anywhere. I don't know who's doing what because I see places that are overgrown, then I see other places that are upkept. Hey, you want to hear something depressing that I heard? Oh, today I can't wait on Eddie's podcast. Oh, uh, the last one. Paul Provenza was the guest. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's a comic. Paul Provenzo. Yeah. He's been in movies, TV shows. He's hosted shows. He's he's a great guy. Good comic. Oh. But I don't know. He's, I don't know, 60-something years old, 65? Oh, maybe? is he uh, the, the, the Merv Griffin? Uh, no, the, the, the who? He, he, he's a regular they were on talking, the, uh, what show? Eddie asked him, well, what would you do if you were starting out now? And he goes, it's the worst and the best time to start out now. He goes, it's the worst because it's just a glut of people putting their stuff out there he goes but it's the best he goes because my entire youth like as a up-and-coming comic from the 70s and 80s was coming up with ideas that there was no way to see to realization right he goes i'd be in the improv with and he named a bunch of old classic you know richard lewis rick overton all these people and he goes and we would have gut busting ideas for videos and stuff and he goes detail thought out well thought you know hilarious ideas but there was no way to do it right he goes because you had to find someone with money to finance it and he goes now you can just shoot it and he goes the problem is now we're all low on energy and i was like god damn you you're right we are all getting lower because i'm trying to figure out what's different about me now than it was 25 years ago it's just i'm lower on energy now yeah yeah. Now if I get a couple if I edit something for two hours and I go for a walk and I get a couple things done, I'm fucking tired, man. Yeah. And I used to work all day, all night, every single day. Yeah. I used to I used to do shit all day and then I'd work two or three shows at the improv and I'd get home at two thirty three in the morning and I'd go back in the morning, finish the books, I'd do stuff, I go to a movie, I do stuff during the afternoon, I go back and work two more shows. I did that every fucking day for years. Yeah. Like when I was the manager. Right. For years. Now it's like I edited a podcast for an hour. I recorded another podcast. I need a nap. That's what I did today. <laughs> I, I did a morning meeting, which requires no work. Then I edited, and then I ed- did Eddie's podcast, and I took a fucking hour-long nap, and I woke up and just lollygagged around the house waiting for this to happen. Lollygagged. Yeah. Yeah. Lolly, 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 get your adverbs yeah, here. I mean, there's, there's something to that, but also you spend less time, like, you know, cruising for chicks uh cruising for chicks man spend less time drinking oh yeah you're right you know what i mean yeah there's, there's i spend less time both. wasting time because i'm recovering from drinking yeah you spend way less time wa- wasting time yeah i spent do, do you know I, i'm sure you dude you're you. putting together johnny carson set what are That's you talking right. about you're not running out you, of steam you're reinvigorating your garage into a set i am what's and it I, for for a little thing that i'm doing okay me too. Mine's for a little thing I'm doing. Mine's too. for a thing that I'm doing. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm doing a thing too. I'm doing a thing for a thing. Should we do competing things and see if that will get our numbers up? Mike, we've been competing for years. I wasn't aware of it. God damn it. <laughs> Am I losing? <laughs> oh, hey, did I tell you that Mike Carano is now, uh, Mike Carano, uh, Cult of Carano is now available on the no, old. No, that's great. Uh, Where at? Uh, maybe our greatest uh, uh, collaboration. One of our only collaborations, actually. Other than this, this is right? a collaboration. This is a collaboration. Uh, it is available on YouTube. YouTube. I have YouTube. two YouTube channels, and they're going to be. Uh, what very are the YouTube different. channels? You need to tell YouTube people. One is uh, Anderson Cowan. One is Andy Cowan. Anderson. Uh, 
Anderson Cowan. And, I, I, I'm being very serious. This might not be a terrible idea. I don't know yeah. if you and I have the time to do it, but I think we should start YouTube channels. Mm. And the whole point is to get people not to watch the other person's channel no. and see where we can go with it after no. a couple of months. I don't. I think that we should use synergy and help each other's channels, not try and uh, destroy each other's channels. Uh, that's just me. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I, mean, I was hoping that maybe you could come help on some of my uh, things that I was going to do. Maybe I guess be a that's part what they call thinking positive. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I would not want to ever be in competition with you. A, I lose. I mean, you're much better at uh, the old video production. I don't know about and that, wit. but how much do do you wish the fifth would get their acting gear and fix that fucking fluorescent light that's out? Oh, the one. Yeah, it's driving me crazy. Is it? I just noticed it. I didn't notice it. Didn't bother me until just now. Thanks. Now I'm bothered by it. Should we start inviting listeners down to the uh, the fifth? Do live shows down here? No, but they're not really live. They could sit on the steps right there. They just sit over there in silence and not hear us because yeah. our windows are rolled up. Not hear us. They they they, they hire a, we can we can actually you know we'll do them a solid and get get a, a lip reader who can. Uh, you want to do a live show? I would love to because I can show. easily output out of the headphone jack into my phone and do it on Facebook Live. Yeah, well, we need to do that or the Zoom thing, which uh, Scott already has all prepped, and I think. And okay. He's got stuff ready for us to do a live Zoom show. Does he need to be here for that? I don't think so. And I don't know if we do it in the car. We might want to. We might be smart to actually do it uh, somewhere where we could sit. You know, for maybe like on the on one of the new sets. Yeah. 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 Not terrible. Not shabs. Not too shabs. Let's go to Duck Pond sometime soon. Duck Pond. Uh, Turtle Park. Turtle, Turtle Pond. Pond. Turtle Pond. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'd love to do it. I just have something every fucking day in the middle of the day when I. You won't believe how much shit I have. Yeah. Oh, Anderson. Uh, what happened? You stopped recording? You remember she ride her dolly on the dog. Oh, no. <laughs> Didn't happen yet. Oh, um, no. Dolly is very old. Oh, yeah. And you saw what happened. Yeah. Similar things are happening. Uh-huh. Like when you touch her, she squeals. Uh, and yeah. she's losing balance at times and mm. having trouble getting up on things. Brutal. So I met Miranda. She read her. At Duck Lagoon. It's called Turtle Pond. Turtle Pond. Turtle Pond. You're fine. And we get up there. Duck Lagoon. (laughs) And I got my turtle food. She brought Uh, duck food. Oh, no. A huge bag of it. She gave it to me. Uh, We're throwing the food in the water. Ducks are coming from far and wide. Turtles are arriving. Uh, uh, It's very exciting. Koi, everything was in our corner. Yeah. Uh No other people around. She takes Dahlia out. Uh Dahlia falls right in the fucking lake, Aye. like just fell in, like sideways, like uh-huh. just tipped over, uh-huh. and was not happy about being in there with all the turtles and ducks. I want to think so. And it was so sad to see. It was like a little old man that fell in. She just oh, like no. right into the water. She was just like, like what the fuck? And there were turtles right next to her and stuff. And she was just. Oh, we got her out in one second, yeah. but I mean, it was just the saddest thing. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, that, uh, I don't think that uh, Dahlia is uh, pond-worthy anymore. No, she doesn't uh, like it. She didn't like, like the ducks that were like eight, nine inches away from her. <laughs> she didn't like any of it. <laughs> Dahlia. Oh, that's very sad. That's How old is this old Dahlia now? You, you know what? She's got to be as old as Stanley. Well, Stanley, I had him for 10-plus years, and they said he was two when I got him. So he was at least 12, but I think he was older than that. Okay, because I think... His teeth were coming out when I first got him. 
She had Dahlia when we first started. I would started. think he was probably 16 or 17. Miranda and I went out for seven years. We we were broken up for, we've been broken up for almost eight years. Uh-huh. So Dahlia's pretty fucking old, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. At least 15. Mm. Probably 16. Yeah, it's it's pretty old for for an old dog. You hear stories of dogs that uh that, that little dogs going like eighteen years, but I uh, I think it's kind of rare. I think it's rare. I think it's bad bookkeeping sometimes too. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's sad. But the one positive, and I use this a lot with with poor old Stan there towards the end, is that they don't have like the fear of death or the fear of the unknown. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, He's they, not going. Where am I going? Yeah. Heaven or dog hell? They just think like the um, existence sucks now. You yeah. know, existence. Is, you know what? That's a goddamn great point. But they don't have. That. I did not think of that, and that really gave me. I don't want to say comfort. They don't but, have egos, which is what we are terrified of leaving. Be yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what's yeah. my memory? Oh, I didn't get what I wanted. Yeah. I didn't get this. They're just like, eh, I don't feel good. Yeah, food doesn't taste the same anymore. Yeah, that is a goddamn great thing. Because I, I searched high and low for like something that would make me not be so heartbroken every time that I had to deal with Stan. Jillian actually pointed it out because she's got like a morbid fear of 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 death. Like she, and that's all she can think about when she's trying to fall asleep a lot of nights, and it's it petrifies. Well, they, her. That's pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone else who does that too. I actually feel I I love going to sleep and, and drifting off and just thinking about whatever I'm like carefree when I'm going to sleep because the day's done. It's the mornings that freak me out. That's where I'm like, oh fuck, this again. You know some of those <laughs> life um, again. Some of the very infamous uh, I forgot what they're called, but philosophers ducks have made the statement, and I'm misquoting it. But uh, every morning when I wake up, I think, thank God I'm still alive. I try and do that. Yeah. I try and go. I got another another beautiful day. It's just the problem is I was I, I'm I'm coming out of the only time that I'm ever worry free and comfortable, which is mm, sleep. It's yeah. the only time that I, I'm ever. It's not funny to fuck with people who seriously have a problem like accepting mm-hmm. that because I don't know how serious Jillian's is, but my friend is very obsessed with death, and yeah. like I did it last night to her. Um, I called her very late, and she's on the East Coast, and I said, "I hope you don't die in your sleep," uh. and. She doesn't think it's funny, and I yeah. think it's hilarious. And she's <laughs> just like, I don't know why you do that, because then I just obsess on that. And by the way, have you noticed there's a camera up there pointing right at us uh, in between those two awnings? Uh, it's not pointing at us. You don't pointing think down so? The, down the hallway, down the walkway. Oh, I, that black dot? You don't think entrances. it's pointing at us? It's it's in between the five and the eight. Uh, That's the no. one that I see. There's probably another one. There's cameras everywhere. No, nowadays. in between the two awnings. Those are two awnings, and there's a five and an eight on either corner of those awnings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's one below it that I'm looking at. There's one above it as yeah. well. That one might be looking right at us. They got new ones installed at my gym parking lot where I like to go do shenanigans with the boy, mm-hmm. and they're big-ass fuckers. They look like that those, but they're big. They're like, you know, the big, like, HAL 9000 versions yeah. of those. And they are motion sensored, so they just kind of rotate when you're walking. It's eerie. There's nothing in that parking lot. It's a giant parking lot, completely empty, void of cars, right? Can you and, hear them? Uh, no, silent as can be, which makes them even scarier. But you can feel their presence and you can feel them peering. And uh, you, we come around the corner and it's just like locks on. And then we walk by it and it's just, and it's way up high. It's like 25 feet in the air. I have my, did I, have you tried running away from it and seeing if it, how quickly it follows you? No. 
Have you tried picturing some old fat security guard masturbating <laughs> in a little not. office somewhere looking at Did monitors? Did I tell you about my, my drone and how I, I had it set so that when it returns to home, it goes up to like 250 feet? Yes. Is that almost hit the trees? And it hit the tre- That's a really oh, dumb thing to do. Trees. It did hit the trees. You shouldn't have it set so it goes 250 before it comes back, right? That's dumb. I don't know. 250 is pretty friggin' high. It's high. Yeah. Why would they default? I've, I've changed it to nine feet. I guess that they don't want it to like hit anything on the way back, like if you know where it's traveled. It wants to, it wants to clear the space. All right, enough drone talk. Oh, I'm gonna go home and work. I'm gonna work a lot. Prep for tomorrow night? No, I just have, I have a to do list that is mounting and it's growing, and I try and put things uh, at the top of that list that's most important. But then they become the biggest enemies, and I don't want to do them because I know that I have to do them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know the feeling. I want to go to Turtle Pond sometime or or, or uh, Goose's Gander or whatever you call Oh, Goose's it. Gander. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called. Uh, sometime uh, soon with the uh, with the boy. Okay. Yeah? Will yeah. you have us? Yeah, let's do it on a weekday, though, because if that's possible. Mm-hmm. Because it won't be as crowded, even though I was there on a weekday last time, and it was pretty fucking crowded. It's very, it's very possible. That's that's how I make my bread and butter is hanging with a boy during the weekdays. Okay. I'll go any time, but it's most pleasant late afternoon. But I will go any time. Mm, okay, let's do it. It doesn't matter. It's still gonna be fun. Late afternoon works for me. Should I bring my uh, my 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 drone? I don't believe you'll be able to fly it there because there's a lot of trees uh, almost everywhere. Should have seen where I was flying it today. But yeah, uh, yeah I guess that that's. The I look at the I footage crashed. when I had the first drone. Like, was I fucking nuts? I pulled off the road on Mulholland where there wasn't parking. My car was like half in and half off. And just flew the drone from the street up over the houses and the hills and then landed in the street and ran out and grabbed it before cars came. What what did you what do you do with all your footage? Do you nothing. just dump all your footage there or do you edit it down before you dump it? I dump it, it all and I if if there's nothing that happened that I need that I want, uh-huh. I just dump it. Like there's throughout all the time I've had the drone, I do surprisingly find footage I shot that I forgot sh- that I shot, and I'm like, oh, that was, I'm glad I did that. Like that water park on the way to Vegas, I went through that whole thing with the drone. Uh-huh. And then I just forgot about it. But the only footage, I only have like three or four clips that I really like that, uh-huh. of everything I shot. I'm not shot. Even talking about the drone, I'm talking about all of the stuff that you shoot. Do you just dump everything? Everything, yeah. And do you just and then you just move it to new drives like every couple of years? I do two copies on two different drives. I do. I, like like if I shoot something now, it goes on the computer and then it goes to two different drives and they go in different places. Like different places, like in your apartment. Or one like goes in a safe. One goes one goes in a box. But you must have thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of footage all together of like everything that you shoot. You're constantly shooting stuff. Probably have. Yes. What do you do with it? Probably do you feel nothing. like you just kind of like save that part of your life so it's No, safe? I don't. You know what I think of? Every now and then I'm like, I wish I had something. And I go, oh, I do remember I did that. And how do you I, find it? I, I, I don't sometimes. <laughs> Most of the times I don't. Well, like I, want, I wanted to revisit some horse footage from at least one of the, you know, the maybe seven times that I've had up close interactions with horses in Death Valley. Mm-hmm. You know, out of the maybe fifty visits, mm-hmm. but like at least six or seven times they came, they walked around me, like up to me, and I had the camera going. 
and I wanted to find that footage once, and it was just almost impossible. Then I did find it, but you know, I kind of have a memory for it. But by and large, most of it's junk, just like most of the pictures are never going to be looked at. Yeah, it's kind of depressing. Okay, it's kind of depressing, but you know what? I'm fine with it. Because I'm thinking about just paring down what I need, what yes. I want to use, yes. and then just throwing everything yes. else away. Just, just erase I, I, it. You know what? But I don't know if I can do that. Hey, let me tell you, from my experience, and obviously I'm not a parent, but if you had the, the amount of pictures of Atticus that you would have had if he was born in the 70s, it's going to be the same exact, if not better, level of satisfaction than having 200,000 pictures. Yeah, I know, right? If you have five pictures of your son on his first birthday, second birthday, whatever, third birthday, that to me is going to conjure better memories and be a better representation of you have 400 pictures on your phone, Jillian's got 325 on yeah. her phone. It's just we there's a glut you and our brains can't take though. it because when I look at childhood pictures, I don't have that many of myself, but you know, I have the ones that bring back memories and I don't need an entire hard drive of pictures of me I mean, I've probably got, realistically, 2,000 pictures of Louis the Cat. <laughs> no, I'm serious. There was never a time when I saw him, and I saw him hundreds of times over years and years. And there was never a time where I didn't take 10, 15, 20 pictures of him. Like, is that necessary? Probably Can not. I just go find the five cute pictures and, and burn everything else that I don't need? Because it's just a glut. It's just fucking stuff, man. But you're am, right. I'm uh, I'm looking at one, two. The argument is that hard drives are so cheap, you might as well back everything up. Yeah, I mean, but you back them up on other cheap hard drive. Now I'm getting... label the shit out of things. I'm... Put the date. Put what it is. I mean, honest to God, when you label the, the the video clips, you have to put the date and what the shot was. Because I didn't do that for years, and I've just got oh, fuck. Hundreds and hundreds of of things. Now I label things. I have uh, four pictures of him on his birthday, so that's not too bad. Yeah, that's great. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And one video. Okay, that's not bad. All right, let's wrap this fucker up. Uh, let's let's go. I got to go home and sleep, actually. I'm not going to work. If I go to sleep now, I'll be able to wake up fresh, and I'll be able to make do, do more work. All right. Yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. I got to watch a 1962 movie, and I'm thinking about maybe the, the girl who, uh, the, the brain that wanted to die. I'm thinking about maybe doing that. Is that 1962? Yeah. Please do. I think I might. Because I'm halfway through a Russian movie right now. It's a mm-hmm. Russian. It's a Russian sci-fi movie about going. Uh, Russians going to Venus. 1962 Russian sci-fi movie. Okay. But I don't know if it's really enough. Uh, there's enough on the bone. I'm, 1962. I'm about... That movie. I thought it was older than that for some reason. No. Nah. It's black and white. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of independent movies that are black and white back then. They couldn't afford the color. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey, you're going to love it's some bad acting. I'm I'll looking for that. Hey, 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 that's how we do No, you don't. That's how we do That's how we I don't know what this ending is, by the way. I don't it's, know how we time it because I Oh, never, there's another camera right in front of you. Look at that. Oh, my God, you're right. And there's a camera pointing this way on this side of the building for the, the guy that parks in the corner. You can't see it. Oh, yeah. Infrared. Oh, yeah. Or is it just a light? Are those like new? No, I think they probably always been there. Pretty much every business has some kind of shit. Even if it's a fake one. I was in the library parking lot today fucking with the uh, the drone, which I'm sure was not legal. And uh, 
I, I, I took some books, some, not drones, sir. Some comfort in no in, in going. Hey, at least there's no cameras pointing at us. And I'm like, it's fucking weird. They don't have cameras pointing at us. I was there for about ten minutes when I looked up at a giant old school like closed circuit, like the square one, yeah, like the rectangle, like a shoebox with staring, a hole in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Staring <laughs> right at me. It was like directly where I was standing. I'm like, oh, yeah. And you know what I did? Yeah, I did think about an old librarian watching that and masturbating. <laughs> I didn't think that. I love I love that um what are they called surveillance cameras that. from this like movies in the 60s and 70s were always like a real camera. Yeah. Like it was like it looked like right out of the Tonight Show set <laughs> taken off the stand and put on a pole, you know what I mean? The big body of it and then the lens sticking out. Oh, listener Tyler, if you're still listening, uh the boy Atticus that has loved the baseballs that you gave him. He gave us four, I took two of them. And Atticus uh, was very excited to have balls that were special. These are special. He kept saying that he wanted he wants to get cases for them. Told him we're not going to do that, but uh, he loves those balls. He's very he very knows good. about baseball cases. Yeah, because I have one that is from like 1982 or 83, I think, and it's all like it's got the uh, Dodger Stadium uh, uh, gravel like brownness all over it because it was a game used ball that okay was a foul ball and a guy right next to me caught it when I was very young and then he handed it to me and he gave it to me and I kept it and I put the score and the date. I think it was nineteen eighty three actually. And I have it in a little case and Atticus loves fucking with it. He loves taking it out. He loves holding it. He puts it in his backpack and brings it with him places sometimes. So now he thinks he has one that's that special. So thank you very much, Tyler. I appreciate nice. it very much. And Niles, uh, we are going to get to uh, the the cameras uh, and the film, I think, soon. Next time we're all together, we'll come up with a plan on when we're going to do that. Yeah, thank you. But uh, it was very nice. The Ilford uh, film, as well as the uh, the, uh, the, the expired Fuji, and uh, which Tyler's right. I do dig that uh, expired Fuji. I like expired film, especially if you're shooting film. Might as well have a little more more juice. A little more juice, a little more... A little, a little more, more marinated. A little more stank, as they say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, that's how we're doing. Yeah, we're doing. 